Yeah. Make sure that shit is straight. Tell him to his face. Uh-huh. That's all you got? Yeah, it was just too quick. <laughs> I had a two-piece. Two-piece with you, fries. You, you. Speaking of which, shout out, me and my family was debating the best chicken spot in Jersey City. This is a, this is, this is a, this was, this was a real debate amongst my family. We got, we got the one in the square. Is that Kennedy? Right there where the new Taco Bell is. That one. And you got the one by uh, Lincoln. With the high school? Crown Chicken. Oh, Crown's is, I was raised over there. Yeah. Shout out to Crescent Ave, man. So that's one. Was that on the table? That was on the table. And the one in the square, so that's two. And then my personal favorite is the one downtown. Uh, I just yeah, yeah, that's I just like, ate there. Yeah, that's like yesterday. Well, <laughs> last <laughs> night. <laughs> Yo, after we do this shit, that's like my, that's like my go home meal. That's your go home meal. Go home what do you meal. get from there? I get the go to is a a breast and three wings with two rolls. Mm. If I'm feeling fancy, I'll get an Italian cheeseburger. Oh. And if you're feeling like a fat boy, if I'm feeling like a fat boy, I'll get a breast, a thigh, four wings, fries, and three rolls. If I'm feeling like a fat boy. If I'm feeling like a fat boy, I'm leaving with everything you just said. And I'm leaving with two breasts, two thighs, and a whole chick attached to that shit. Bro, that's some real fat shit. That's some real fat shit. Fuck it. It works, though. Mm-hmm. You, oh, my bad. We was talking. Yo, For the Stress Podcast. Hello, people. My name is 4K. How are you good people doing? El Capitan is here. Hey. Uh, we were discussing the um, importance of chicken spots in our community. Chicken spots are, are pivotal to our ecosystem. I just feel like they need more recognition than, than what they get. So support your local chicken spot. Uh, I forgot how to fu- how the fuck I start this shit. Um, welcome Trish if you're new. Welcome if you're new. <laughs> welcome if you're new. Welcome, welcome back. back if you're a returning listener. Uh, as I've previously stated, this is the Full Stress Podcast. My name is Full KJ. Frankie Metals is the other luxurious voice that you hear, and we in this bih. Uh, church announcements. Follow the show on everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. Follow a celestial goddess for your holistic healing. Got a shout out to Shaka real fast. She blessed me. I mean, y'all can't see it, but Shaka blessed me. I don't know if you can see the shit. Shaka blessed you. Yeah, she blessed me with the new bracelet because I popped my other one. Uh oh. Bad pop- mojo. Yeah, she she was telling me that the the energy was depleted. That's why I popped. Mm. So she she blessed me with another one. So shout out to Shaka. Um, she still got sales and all that good shit going on. So make sure you holler at her. Uh, make sure y'all follow at Ivy's Tico for your herbal needs. She has the summer sale going. She has the nip tea. She has the um, good ass tea. Too hot for summer tea. She got all types of fly shit going on over there. So make sure y'all support Black business. And uh, make sure y'all support us. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Please, I appreciate the love that y'all directly give me, but we need to see that in the, uh, what's the word, analytics. So y'all need to um, 
hit like, hit review, hit subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, Frankie's video for the thrillers out. Make sure, ooh, you heard my knee pop? Goddamn. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure y'all check out Frankie's video for the thrill. It's on, it's on the For the Stress page. It's on Frankie's page. It's available on YouTube. Um, his project's coming soon. Shout out to B-O-O-G. His video for Talk About It is out. Make sure y'all check that out on YouTube. Check out the homie Cloudy. His song Crumbs is out on SoundCloud. Yeah, check out everybody, man. Check out everybody, man. I think that's it. Did we cover everything? I think so. All the church announcements, all the shout outs. Yeah, I think we did. And everything. the winner of the best fried chicken goes to? Um, I'm going to have to go with... Just for nostalgia purposes, I'm going to have to go with Crowns by uh, Lincoln. My mother ate there. My aunt ate there. My family ate there. Like, I got jumped Generations of eating there. I got hit by a car over there. You got hit by a car I while got, in there? No, I got hit by a car because I used to go to PS12 over there on Astor Place. Shout out to Astor Place. I used to go to PS12. It was like 90... Seven maybe 96 mm. I was on my way to school I used to live on 30 Crescent and 30 Crescent where, where our apartment is are the my where my mother's bedroom window looked directly directly down Crescent Avenue where you could see crowns you could see the high school I was walking past crowns I had a one of them big ass yellow bubble coats and I was rushing I was rushing to school my mother was watching me from the window wasn't paying attention I think I was crossing Harrison Nigga smack me. Now, thankfully, the big ass bubble coat I had on. You remember them big ass? Yep. Uh, was it fleece or it was a North Face? But it was one of them big ass bubble ones. That shit acted like padding, cause I just fractured my hip. Mm. If I didn't had it on, I probably would have completely shattered my shit. That shit took a a, a good blunt. Yeah. yeah, that shit absorbed Force a lot absorbed, of the and my mother, my mother said you're like the Michelin man but my, my mother said she was watching me cross the street and all she saw was me flying out of view and she came running out the house <laughs> but luckily I was still conscious the dude stopped or whatever he was like oh my god oh my god oh my god so the dude was helpful or whatever but yeah man that shit fucked me up and that's how she described it. That's you, how she, just you flying out of her view. She was running. I was flying out of view. Got smacked. I think a, a, a like a truck smacked me too. Like a Damn. caravan or some shit. That shit smacked me, man. That shit fucked me up. But yeah, I fractured my hip. Um, I had to get surgery or nothing, but I just fractured. I had like a hairline fracture or some shit. That shit healed on its own. Mm. So yeah, man. Shout out to big ass bubble coats. I should save my life. I wouldn't be here today if that shit didn't save me. So shout out to Big Ass Bubble Coats. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. What are you talking about? Crowns? Well, we agreed that you that you you said the winner was Crowns for the best chicken. Yeah, and then like it's certain elements your chicken spot needs to have. Like I'm I have a theory that the the hooder a spot is, the more the better the food is. Like if you walk into a spot where it's like bulletproof glass, the seating is a little fucked up, the 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 attendants are a little rude to you, that food is gonna be fucking fire. 
Like you ever walk into a Jamaican spot and they just rude as fuck? I know this is like a stereotype, that's like a stereotype amongst Jamaicans and amongst the Caribbean community where if they rude to you, the food will be fire. But that shit is absolutely true. I've never been to a Caribbean establishment or a West Indian establishment where they, if they weren't rude, the food was trash. Mm. Too much, too much hospitality, 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 too much asking me what I want. The food didn't end up that good. But if the lady was like ignoring me for like 20 minutes while standing there and she just like, well, we ain't got that and all that type of shit. The food is always fire and that shit is true everywhere. And I know it's true because I went to Atlanta a couple years ago to visit my mother and she took me to a hood ass fish spot. Mm. There was bullet holes in the window. The seat was fucked up. Damn. But the fish was fucking delicious. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But the, the point is, trust the dangerous spots. If it doesn't look right, it might be. <laughs> Yo, that's true as fuck. Shout out to my da- all my dangerous food establishments. Setting um setting a good example for the community about customer service and food and all of that good shit. Um, but yeah, that was a good little tangent we went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shit. I don't know where to start. It's been it's been a lot of music news, and I think I kind of want to start there. Let's do it. First and foremost, Jay Z's a billionaire. He wasn't already. Uh-uh. Forbes just confirmed that um, this week or past week or whenever it was, they confirmed that he was a billionaire. And um, yeah, I'm happy. I don't know why he's not going to give me no money, but I'm like, really? I mean, does it make that much of a difference? But I guess like on a symbolic level, just watching his ascension from being from coming from an environment that we come from. And just watching him rise to that level of like billionaire status. Like he's certified now. Like you gotta talk to him different. And just watching him just be from coming from crack sales to shooting his brother to marrying Beyonce and having kids. Just watching his evolution is just that's gonna be a fucking story for the books, man. But and light and in true internet fashion, of course, niggas was hating. Now, look, let me be clear: the the level of the volume of of hate was very minuscule, but it brought up an interesting conversation or interesting thought for me, because a lot of people and people from our community were saying that they can't really be too happy about Jay Z becoming a billionaire because of his origins they were trying to imply that because of his origin because of his roots as a quote unquote not even quote unquote because it's true but because of his root is his his foundation as a drug dealer that it kind of knows his billionaire status mm-hmm. like i saw i saw someone say that you know capitalism allowed jay-z to pump his community full of poison kill his um kill people who look like him and then he used the money to 
be where he is today. And I kind of understood the sentiment, but I don't know. It felt like a reach to me. Because for one, it's not like he he wasn't on no Escobar shit where he directly took the drug money and used it to buy the nets or fucking what start title. I mean, it started his music career or it funded his music career, but I think he's I think he's too far removed to still be tied to that title of like drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And people were saying that because of that, that, you know, we can't really celebrate him. But then it got me thinking, like, everything has blood on it. There's no company on this earth that hasn't done some nefarious shit to get their wealth. All of these companies started in a... um manner that you know if you really what, I'm, what, I'm, what am i trying to say apple uses like child services to build iphones nike uses sweatshops to make our clothes and our sneakers and all of that shit you're saying every company has guilt in some way right so why is the focus on jay when this is like the like this is the American way I didn't understand the so people are shunning him because because of what he did his past right because of his past well so I mean that was my thought like so fucking what but you know it's it's people have this very high sense of self all of a sudden people feel like okay well and he's a man who just happens to have his life out there in the open already. These same people criticize him, you know, they're they're free of sin. They're free of not doing anything. That's how they make it seem. So he who cast the first stone, you know. What's that glass house shit? I can't remember the saying, right? Don't throw rocks if you live in a glass house. That's what I was looking for. And he just like, I don't know, man, this, this, this level of, um, we talked about this before, like this weird level of moral su- superiority that we have. Like we're not, nobody's allowed to be bad or nobody's allowed to do things that will go against what is deemed as right, quote unquote. Like everyone, especially like in the, in the online age, because everybody is, everyone has this, um, everyone can curate a perception online. Everyone can look pristine, Everyone could look like they do the right thing. Oh, I'm a good father. I pray. You know, everyone is a good upstanding citizen online. And then whenever people are confronted with, with something that may go against that, it's, oh, no, we can't support that. He was a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And coming from our community, like, yo, you know better than the Republicans who've tried to shit on Jay for decades because of his past. Like, you're doing your work for them. They put out too many fucking classics since then. People already shook their ass to him to be judging him now for this. But it's like, it's even even outside of that, he's done so much for the community. Like, his philanthropy work, that damn near seems like atonement to me. 
like he's tried to seek redemption for whatever he did in the past and the let me let me be let me clarify a certain subset of people are refusing to um give him that give him that benefit of the doubt which is just fucking dumb to me like he made the blueprint like what the fuck is your problem he made a couple of albums he made a lot of fucking albums but shout out to hove shout out to hove man hove is a fucking billionaire beyonce is is right behind him I mean, what what more else can what what other shining example for our community do you niggas need? But I don't know, man. I, I think I could catch I catch myself focusing on the hate sometimes too. I gotta stop doing that shit. But people gonna hate. Yeah, I mean, it's about having more haters every time. You, you know what you mean? Well, you succeed and people hate you for it. So you keep succeeding, more people are gonna hate you for it. Cause and effect. You show me somebody successful that somebody's not popping shit about them. Without reason, or with, with silly reasons. Is it necessary though? The bullshit? Like the the, the, the commenting, do you, do, the, do you, the do you, knocking you, my, all that my, shit? My question is, do you think that a person can be, that that is needed in order to be successful? A critic, like, oh, do you need to hate to be successful? Successful, rather. It always comes with it. It's a, you show me somebody who's been on the road to success, been successful for a period of time, and they didn't meet any resistance. Everybody just fucking loved them. Everybody loved them. I'm trying to think of somebody who. I wait. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because everyone that I'm trying to think of, like I was going to say, I was going to say Barack, but he met all types of resistance. I was going to say, I'm trying to think of people who are like perception wise, the outstanding type of citizen who didn't who didn't have that much resistance. I always just see it as it's necessary. It is necessary because that's what ends up making you prove that you're the best. You know, so when you could do that shit walk that shit yeah walk it like you're talking and then somebody try to challenge you and you prove that shit you prove it again and again you know that you always on top that's a part of the game he's been doing it he's probably don't even give a fuck he's a millionaire so what does he give a fuck but he but you know hove pays attention though he's very he's very aware of what goes on he's very aware of the public perception of him okay and so so he's gonna let somebody who feels some kind of way about him being a billionaire affect his uh, his oh, billions? No, no, absolutely not. But it's funny. It's funny though because he always addresses it. He may not address it like immediately, and that's him still proving. That's true. Because even that last, the his last B side concert that happened a couple of months ago, the freestyle he did when he was talking. I think this was right after Nipsey passed. He was talking about Nipsey. And yeah. He was talking about people trying to stop him from being what he is now so he always addresses it he or he always makes a comment letting people know that i'm i hear you niggas but like you said that shit don't that shit don't stop his that shit don't stop his grind it shouldn't and no no one else should either no one who's grinding should let a hater 
stopped them. If, it, if a hater stopped you, then what you were doing wasn't real enough to begin with. You gotta do that shit for you, for real. I think, sir, we need some more haters then. Yeah. If that's the case. They're counting. I mean, there's a few. They, be, they may be waiting in the wings or waiting in the shadows, but they're out there. Mm. But shout out to Hove, man. Hove's a fucking billionaire. Shut the fuck up and, and download title and stream Hove albums and all that good shit. You knock, yeah. it, knock it the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that shit, that shit really was like... I was more intrigued than anything with that, like I was saying, with the, because it led me to think about how capitalism kind of not runs our country and then how people will take you know take that moral high ground knowing that um you can't really escape the bullshit like even like like no shot to the no no shot to vegans shout out to vegans but even even the vegan lifestyle of like you know i'm trying to live better i don't want to do cruelty to animals and all of that good shit like that's cool or whatever but it's like how you know someone ain't pissing on the fucking um, vegetables that you eat? Like the 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 FDA already have reports of the workers who pick the fruits and who are on these farms working in horrible fucking conditions. So now if you were really on that moral high ground like you portray to be, then you would have to stop eating fruit. So what are you gonna do now? You just gonna drink water? There's the Flint still has no clean water. There's lead and all of the water. So what are you going to do? I say all that to say that there's no no one no one leaves this earth completely clean. You kind of got to pick your battles. Either you just you like I think the only way for someone to be on some monk shit to be completely clean, you got to live like naked in the woods. You don't got to be naked in the woods, but you could be in the woods. You have you have to be naked because all of your clothes are probably adjacent to bullshit, if not directly tied to bullshit. This fucking white tee I'm wearing, how I don't know some fucking kid made it in Honduras or some shit. Yeah, I don't know what's pure. You can make that shit, thread that shit yourself. Thread that shit. Start knitting. You're gonna have a lot of time on your hands in the woods. Yeah, I don't I don't but see that's 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 my I don't think anything is pure. Mm-hmm. Children are pure. Outside of that, I don't think anything is pure. Nothing is pure. I don't think anything is pure. There's no pure cocaine. There's no such thing. That shit might be stepped on by the time you get it. I don't think anything... Probably what's chopped pu- it down. What's, what's pure? Tell me something that's pure. Outside of children. The earth. The earth's not pure. The earth is not pure. Mm-mm. The globe that we're sitting on is... No, because it's tainted. We're, this shit's burning up right now. That shit, the, the earth's not pure. Nothing on this planet is pure outside of children. So, so people, pure, and no. pure is is something that says it can't be burning. Something that can't be burning. If the earth was pure, we wouldn't have as many problems that we're having with the environment. If it the, was pure, the earth is pure. We are, we are fucking it up. So we what? are fucking it up because the earth was already Gucci, right? We. As human beings say, you know what? We're going to have to make some readjustments in this motherfucker. So, all of you creatures, we're just going to annihilate you guys. We're going to plow acres of land 
And now we're going to have a lot of one kind of animal. Mm -hmm. And we're going to breed them in excess just so we could eat them. So we started dictating to the planet what goes. Okay. All the other creatures, it was just a matter of chance, statistic. Mm -hmm. Does the lion win? Does the alligator win? Does the hawk win over the snake? It was just like chance. Human beings going against other creatures and shit, other okay. animals. All right, I see what you're saying. All right, okay. so there's a fairness saying. there. Okay. But now Survival we of the fittest is pure. Right, but now we annihilated a whole way of life so that we can have our way of life and it's to consume and live in excess. So now we can't get around on a horse fast enough. Now we have vehicles which burn up natural minerals of the earth mm -hmm. which now we excavate forcefully and rip it out of the earth and fucking the earth up i mean so but that kind of goes back to my point and that that still to me it just seems like the, the earth is not it's not pure it can't no, be pure the earth is pure we are fucking it up the earth was already fine you know the mm -hmm. earth was and you know what it's all it's all subjective like the earth could be fine and then a, a comet will come change everything mm -hmm. now nothing now nothing matters anymore Wi-Fi this show don't matter nothing matters because nothing exists anymore and it's all gone yeah once that comet is quiet for anything so you know there are things that are, are pure pure could just be 100% of one thing whether it's like 100% bad ass 100% good but, person okay alright so because human behavior is consistent. If you're a badass, you're gonna you're gonna think like a badass at all times. See, see, that's my problem. I don't think us as humans, I don't think we're pure. That's why I'm saying nothing is pure because we're born pure. Like so, that's what you said. Children are pure. Children we're are born pure, pure. But once we once we okay, what this 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 is this is my theory, right? This is why I say nothing is pure because we're born. We don't know anything. We have the complete innocence of not knowing anything, right? We come of age, we learn about the world, or we are introduced, or we are exposed to the world to a certain degree. We are domesticated. We're tainted. And that taint and us being tainted... From jump, you didn't even choose your own name. And this is why I feel like nothing is pure. Because like you, like you just said it, we're domesticated. So, so we're not living in our truth. And, and collectively, we're not living in our truth. And because of that, we're doing things against the will of nature. We're going against nature and saying, well, fuck nature, because if nature had its way, we'd be we'd be we battling be, it out with the animals. Yeah, we wouldn't be here if nature had its way. If nature had its way, we might not make it, right? So we want to make sure that we have the upper hand. But what happens is greed, people want more than they need. Mm -hmm. And, you know, America's just a big-ass business, man. It really is. Of course. So now you got a bunch of people getting up and working while the rich don't work. They get up and they play and, and playing is working. You know, they just doing the plan, whatever their plan is. Right. And we get up and we work for them. We Our agenda, as soon as you wake up, you look at the time. Why? Because you got to get to work. So then we are born into a system that's not pure. We are born in a cage this is what the book Ishmael was about. 
was the the, the gorilla yeah the gorilla explaining to the man that there's no difference between their confinement mm-hmm. he says i'm i know i'm in, in confinement you don't know and that's the truth that's mm-hmm. that's what being awoke awoke or enlightened means is to understand where you are in the in the sea of it all and there's a whole lot of bullshit but some people are blind to it because that's all they know and they told this from the jump from the jump kids walk around butt ass naked with no shame right because they don't know anything they don't know anything that why do they why do i need to cut this is how i was born Mm -hmm. and there are adults that feel the same way nudists that they go to the beach and walk around butt ass naked because they feel like that's how they'd rather be and I see, and then, and you know what, and and that's kind of where my issue lies because of my issue with this whole pure conversation. My issue is adults who've been exposed to the world believing that they can be pure again. I don't think that's possible once you're exposed to the world. I think you can be enlightened. I think you can be more aware of what's going on. You can be more um observant of your surroundings and understand like you said the combine the confinement that we're actually in but getting back to a level of purity that we were as children i don't know if that's possible and i see a lot of niggas faking it or 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 perpetrating like they're pure or they're enlightened or they're more um more uh i can't think of the word they're just more than they usually become more manipulative is what what that foresight uh, is used for most of the time when people think they have the upper hand, mm-hmm. they manipulate people into their ways. Right, and and even and even now, and this is this is a good segue because this is going to lead into DJ Khaled. That manipulation, the trend that I'm seeing now, people are using positivity as manipulation to make people believe that they can be more pure than they really are. I'm not saying atonement isn't possible. I'm not saying that change is impossible. But the to walk around thinking that your shit don't stink is that seems it's arrogant. Yeah, it seems foolish to me. It's arrogant. But you know, there's there's two dimensions to it. There's the arrogance where you think you're better than, and then there's godliness where you know better. And when you know better, you do better. You you do better, and you're prideful. Of your, of your pride doesn't overpower you. You simply have pride in yourself. You have pride in your your dress. Mm-hmm. You have pride in your speech. Mm-hmm. You have pride in your integrity. Mm-hmm. You have pride in you know how you address people and how you allow yourself to be addressed is also another thing. So that's the opposite of a person who's arrogant. Because an arrogant person feels like they don't need to say anything to anyone. That they there's like this sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. So it's about the balance of your ego. Some people, everyone is born different. So some people have the ego on max, mm-hmm. and then some people need the ego boosted up some. But see, and that's why I be- that's why I believe nothing is pure. Because if we're if 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 we we're in agreement that everything runs on energy, right? And my belief is that that pureness that people are seeking, that people have that positivity, more specifically, that people have tried to monetize, isn't 
obtainable because you can't be that positive without the negativity with it. Like this, the yin and the yang, they go together. And I'm glad you said that. Because and, I think, and I think, not to cut you off, but people are trying to curate this perception that you could just be positive and no bad vibes, none of that other shit. Like, I, none, of, I don't, none of that shit is possible. It takes balance. The, the pureness, first off, you can attain purity whenever you want. So we are not always acting pure, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a choice. We, we're capable of it. We are capable of attaining it. Okay. But you have to want it and you have to understand what it is. So therefore, what is it that makes people pure? To be purely yourself. Meaning that you act how you would act without influence from any other person or being. Except you, but we're all we're everything influences though. So how can how how do how are we not ourselves when everything in this earth you're influenced by everything? Nothing influences me. Come on, bro. You so you you all your everything that you've encountered in your life has influenced you in some way or fashion. In, so, like, in some way or fashion, and I thread it together to make something unique. And it's not it's not exactly a rip off of one or two things. No, no, no so I'm, not, I'm not I'm not saying it's a rip. I'm just saying that those influences matter. That's what I'm saying. They, so they yeah, they matter. But all right, so here here's an example because we're talking about behavior, not necessarily like craft, right? Or, or, or skill. Just behavior. Just look at it as just behavior. I used to work at welfare. Okay. For three years, a security guard. Shout out to welfare. And I was the first person you'd see walking into the building telling you some shit you didn't want to hear. <laughs> so I got the first blunt end of people after person after person after person after person insulting me all day. That's a pure reaction. <laughs> so it's not a it's it's not a pure reaction because what they're doing is. They're trying to make me do something. Mm -hmm. So they could just say, well, nah, I'm just going to eat it now or fine, I'll throw it out. They can't bring it in. Mm -hmm. Say it's food, for example. So now it turned into, you fat motherfucker. (laughs) Or you fucking spick Mexican motherfucker. Damn. Yeah. I get shit like that all the time. And, you know, in the beginning, I would react. And I noticed that all it did was engage more of the same. Mm -hmm. So I grew patience. I grew patience. And when I would walk in, I'd say, you know what? I started having my own mantra before I walked in. I would say, I move me. This is my mantra. I move me. Whether it's grammatically correct or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's what I used to say to myself. I don't care about grammar here. So I'd walk in. Person would walk in. You're not allowed to bring your food in. You fat motherfucker. You're not allowed to bring your food in. <laughs> Fuck you, you spick Mexican, Puerto Rican ass. 
you're not allowed. But see, all right, but so if we're relating that to behavior, that's... Well, my behavior is not to engage, but to repeat in a monotone fashion every time that I'm not budging. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not engaging. Like, I don't have to engage you. So now it's a choice. I'm choosing not to engage, but I have to engage. So I'm just repeating the same thing and we could be standing here all day. I'm getting paid for it. You're not. Right. So that's... uh, that's the higher self stepping in and saying, there's no need for you to get bent out of shape and argue with this person mm-hmm. so that your blood your blood could boil, your cholesterol goes up, your blood pressure goes up. And I mean, but some niggas need to be cursed out, bro. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. Some niggas need, you just got to give it to niggas sometimes. Nah, no, you don't. Shit, you I don't. Do. So I let, do. let's say, I let's say, yourself yet. <laughs> let's say, let's say somebody is trying to harm you. That's self-defense. Nobody should be touching you. Right. But if somebody's gonna call me something outside of my name and I don't know you, I don't need to engage you. Why? Why do I need to stop and engage you? Mm-hmm. Now, if I feel like it might become physical, I'm taking you out before you. You right, even right. Yeah, have a, whole, a chance. Yeah, that's a whole nother But if you're just talking shit, then you're just going to look crazy because I'm walking right past you. Like, I don't even know what you, what's going on. You're just, you know, so I don't, I'm immovable. Mm-hmm. And I do this for me. Mm-hmm. This is not for them because in me engaging them, now I'm trying to prove that you're not better than me it, through, through combat, through giving you what you're giving me. Mm-hmm. And I just think higher of that. But see, even that negative energy, though, that that's what this goes back to what I was saying about the balance. That negative energy forced you to be to take a more positive stance. So, in essence, you need both. It's actually a neutral stance. I canceled his negative energy out with nothing. I but, didn't say, "Hey, I love you, man." But you that would have been positive energy. Okay, that's fair. But you, coming back at but him, you wouldn't even got to the neutral without that negative energy and that just goes into my point of we need both i entered neutral i ended neutral immovable that's what my mantra helped me attain is to say i move myself which means that if i'm chilling when i first started talking to you and you started coming at me crazy Mm -hmm. i'm chilling on the way out you not affecting my mood you're not and this doesn't make me a bitch this doesn't make me like a weak motherfucker for me not to like not start arguing and engage this person. Mm-hmm. He can say whatever he wants. None of it will offend me unless I do believe I'm a fat spick motherfucker. If I do believe I'm those things, then I'm probably gonna be offended and and I might engage. But I'm not. I don't. I don't identify with these things. Mm-hmm. I'm already above those things. Like you're you're talking stupid. To me like, I don't identify with my weight or I don't identify with my race I consider myself to be an individual and that's that's fair and that's just my stance is that without that you wouldn't without that negative energy without those people coming at you in that demeanor without those names being called to you you wouldn't be the in the enlightened position that you're in today it took the lessons right for me to realize that i wasn't happy doing one thing Mm -hmm. so i did the opposite okay and the opposite was really just easier than anything else because i just didn't do anything i realized that emotionally i was making a decision and that was to get worked up so i decided to get worked up 
because I allowed it. So it's like having a, a gate over mm. your chest. And when so, something occurs, you look at, at it as what it is. It's an external force. Okay, so now let's tie this into this DJ Khaled thing, right? Tie it up, Slipknot. Now, now with all of the, now with everything you just said, right? Now Khaled has now Khaled's persona for the past ten years has been one of positivity, blessings on blessings. We, we gonna level up. We the best and all of this other shit, right? So his album came out a couple weeks ago, Father of a Sot. Right, and. He was he was at the number one spot and then Tyler beat him out for the number one spot. So he made a video on IG just saying that you just like saying some subtle slick shit about how you gonna make all this how people make all this mysterious music and it gets number one. Just oh, I can't remember verbatim for what he said, but he was basically salty that he got the number two spot, right? And in lieu of this conversation he gave a very real reaction he looked human for the first time in a very long time because and, he's always it's like this facade of just we, uh, yeah, positivity positive yeah right so and for me and it's good i'm glad we having this conversation for me that's my issue what is people like Khaled who are portraying this level of positivity and completely portraying themselves as more than human. And then when they have a reaction like he did where they're upset about something trivial about like record sales or some shit, now all of a sudden he's not so positive. And this is and this is and this is my and this all ties into why I feel like nothing is pure because you've he's been he's tried to pull off this positive bullshit persona persona for all of this time. As soon as you get some shit that you don't like, all of a sudden you're not positive anymore. Oh, his response was his, basically uh, his response was emotional. Knock and he was knocking. Did he mention Tyler's album or was he just hinting at it? He was hinting at it, but everybody knew what he, he knew was, what he was referring to. He, impl he, he implied it throughout the entire video. And then what made it even worse is that after he posted it and it was up for like an hour or so, he deleted it. We were discussing purity. Mm -hmm. So, again, to be pure doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean to be just good. It's to be yourself. To do that's what, what you it, would do. But that's where the confusion lies because no one's acting in that manner. Everyone is believing that to that being positive. That we the best. And, that that yeah. being pure or being, you know, a good person is you have to abide by these set of rules. Like you got to make a fucking Instagram video every morning telling people to bless up and you can Understood. do this and all this motivational shit. When in essence, that's not really who you are. We, we just have this conversation about being true to yourself and you're not well Khaled wasn't being true to himself not to what we know to be exactly but uh he's in the music industry you know how much of yourself would you want to give of yourself of your personal self when it's just about music that's completely understandable but why portray yourself in that manner for so long because it's a facade this is my problem 
sometimes you need a facade to survive. I get it. In but, the, and as long as that facade is genuine to some truth, right? Like, let's not, say no, that I'm that's not, his not, only mask. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not know, saying, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know the nigga. So I'm not, I wouldn't go so far to say that he's completely full of shit. But this no. whole, that whole incident was just like, oh, okay, there's a crack in your armor. Yeah. I, I, I would sympathize with him only in the sense that I know he's competitive from mm-hmm. seeing how, how from seeing him that's a fact you know so for him to go hard on an album for him to expect to get a good reaction for it to get there and then for someone to take it down that hurts you when you when you think you're oh, about yeah. to be the champ yeah he was there was reports of him going into Epic Records wowing on an executive's he was probably he was probably very upset that it stained his track record yeah he was emotional and uh, I'm not gonna say I salute you you know because I understand why you would feel salty Mm -hmm. going hard you're going hard and then you put your all into it you put your work into it but it's art so now he gotta think about what's important to him really why are you doing the music for is it to be number one or are you making music for you Right for for your pure self, and I don't, and that's where and that's where it, it gets a little muddy at because it's like Tyler if we're him going that Tyler made no sense because Tyler isn't even in the same vein as far as the type of music they make the type mm-hmm. of personas that they portray like they're nowhere near but Tyler's being pure purely himself. I can okay. In his music right now, I feel like yeah, this that's is him. this is everything I've heard. Yeah, that's him. It's and consistent. This is you, yeah, it's consistent. You, there's growth in the music and mm-hmm. the production, and the, there's growth in it all. So, how could he knock him? Maybe he thought about it and said, "Let me take this shit down." You never know. Maybe he saw it himself. But players fuck up. That's a fact. I just, I, just, up, I, just so. I just thought it was interesting and I just felt like okay if anything it's just a competitive you know and I'm I'm completely okay with being competitive but my my bottom line is just don't you portrayed this thing for so long like and that's not really who you are I completely understand the need for personas the music industry you gotta sell records you gotta put yourself out there in a certain light that's fine but when you have a human reaction you can't like be surprised when you get a certain type of reaction because you portrayed yourself to be one way for so long. Like we're like, and and for for me, it's not really about like our age group because we kind of understand that people are multidimensional. People have emotions. People feel different things. They're different ways every day. Mm-hmm. But when you are like these kids are looking at you, so now they're like perceiving you like oh I could I could be positive I could be this I could be we the best and all this other shit and then you have a human reaction and now the kids are looking at you like oh shit what am I supposed to do it's just it, it, it feels slightly misleading and that's and that's kind of and that's my that's my problem with Diddy that's prob- that's my problem with all these uh, social media motivational speakers like there's no there's no other side of it like if you're gonna be who you are, then be completely who you are. Like as, as much as much good shit as I try to do, I do a lot of bullshit. I do a whole lot of bullshit, but my bullshit 
is what makes me or is what drives me to do more good and i think for us to especially with the music industry because the music industry itself is such a shaded uh, such a jaded rather industry and is and it's full of just fake shit his in my eyes and you know who the fuck am i but in my eyes i just feel like it's your responsibility as an artist to kind of to, to be responsible to show your audience okay well I'm human too I know y'all think of me here but sometimes I get low or sometimes I get emotional or I get competitive or I get salty and that's fine but again you've he's portrayed himself to be this holier than thou guy and now it's like oh, okay yeah you're human too what do we expect the man bleeds and shits just like we I do. Don't, I don't expect anything. I don't expect anything. But if you're trying to monetize something and you want us to f- buy into this positivity bullshit, like... And I, I feel like he could have come at it differently if yeah. it was from coming from a competitive nature. He ain't have to shit on him. He didn't. And he even though he didn't directly shit on him, it was completely implied. Everybody knew what he was talking about. So like just like that positivity shit, man. Like y'all gotta just cool out with some of that shit, man. You need you need a little bit of bullshit in your life to balance you out. Anything, my my my, my stance is, anything that's completely one way is never good. Whether it's completely bad, whether it's completely good, it's it can't be too yang and it can't be too yang. Bingo. Yin and yang are in the shape of spiraling around one another. Why? You need each other. Because you require right it's required Mm -hmm. the ego and the higher self you need both you need both because then you get you purely you purely you so looking at things objectively and um and being true to what you desire and only that if it doesn't feed to what you need what you what you want in your life then it doesn't need to be there right that's it's just, just in the way. Yeah, that's 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 a whole like. That's an interesting case study because like. I'm I'm just my my. I think for me my. Um, demeanor is more of just you know, giving people the, the totality of human like because we're flawed. We're good. We're bad. Like we're all we're completely we're all not completely one way. So I guess I gotta shout out to Khaled for being um human. But you fucking evil ass record label, stop using positivity as a marketing tool because you niggas fucking weird for that. But on the other side of that, shout out to Taraji P. Henson. <clears throat> Pardon me. Taraji P. Henson testified in front of the um Congressional Black Caucus, which is basically all the Negroes in politics, about mental health. She she testified in front of the uh, the, the Black Congressional words, the Black Congressional Congress Task Force about the need of mental health, the lack of mental health in Black communities and communities of color, and how we don't how we need more resources for our children. Like, I didn't know, I didn't even know that she had this program. The program is named after her father who committed suicide because he was, he had PTSD. He was a manic depressant. 
And on top of all of that, just from the trauma that she went through with that, once she got old and had her, had her, um, her son, her baby father was murdered when her child was still young. So she was just expressing a lot of the trauma that she goes through. And I thought that was wildly important to say that publicly because, you know, this mental health conversation, which has been like at the forefront for the past two or three years, like there's a lot of moving parts to it. And a lot of people are, you know, trying to figure out their own way about dealing with their own issues. And I just I just wanted to commend Taraji for, you know, taking that stance because it's important that our community receives that type of help, receives that type of attention because we all, like coming from the community that we come from, we all suffer, suffer from a level of PTSD. And a lot of it goes untreated. And just like our, just like our conversation about behavior, a lot of that influences how we behave towards certain things. It, it affects how we behave with our women. Emotional trauma. Right. It begets the, the uh, same responses. Right. And, and we don't... And we trigger. Don't, like yeah. It triggers you. Right. We, and we don't really deal with it. And because it usually feels good to give in to, oh, that, absolutely. to that impulse. That's why it's an impulse... You know, we it, it, every impulse is different. You know, your impulses will be different from my impulses, will be different from somebody else's. However, yeah. we just jump to it because it's uh, it makes us feel better. Right. right. And she was and she was bringing light to that. And she and one thing that she said that kind of resonated with me on a personal level. And she was like, you know, in our communities, we always have the the, the elder people in our community telling us to kind of pray it away. And just give it to God, and and it reminded me like I was I was in therapy because I was having like an episode, and I remember when I first sat down with my grandmother and I told her, you know, I'm going to therapy, I'm dealing with some things that I can't deal with on my own, and she kind of looked at me like, what? She's like, have you been praying? I'm like, yeah, because I call I call it Nini, so I'm like, yeah, Nini, I've been praying, like I, I pray all the time because you know our like you know our most of our foundations is rooted in church mm -hmm. and to have that conversation with my grandmother it kind of just took her back because she was like why couldn't you just pray about it mm -hmm. or why couldn't you just give it to God or why couldn't you come to church more and talk to a pastor and it's like that shit don't really work and this, this is that idea has been perpetuated so much through our community that a lot of us go to church. We think we're just gonna pray it away, and that shit goes nowhere. And in a, and like I said, it affects us, and we grow up. Have we be, tried? What praying it away? Praying. Period. I mean, like on a certain level, I think, I think, for me, I don't think you can't do that solely. You can't just pray have solely. You pray. Absolutely. Do you? Currently, yes, absolutely. Because prayer is self-love, right? You you pray for the things that you care about to be safe, your child's safety. I only say this because I experienced how my mother would pray, and the things she prayed about. Right. So I was never aware because I may pray 
for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So when you pray for a car and you say, I'm going to get a car because I want to impress my friends mm -hmm. or because I want to pick up chicks. It's not a real valid reason to desire a car, to pray for a car. Mm -hmm. But if you pray for a car because you wish to get your, your kid to school during the winter, you know, so that they're warm, mm -hmm. you know, and they don't got to have to travel and none of that shit. I'm not saying that it'll just happen because the reasons are good. Mm -hmm. But at the end of every prayer, it's really like, it's up to you. This is what I, I hope for. And it's up to you. But see, even with even with, your will, you know, right. Even with that, though, I think we have been led down a road where we have been taught to just pray mm. and, and not, do nothing and do nothing. Well, that doesn't work either. But this is this right. is the this is the the pattern that we've had in our community mm. for a long time. And Taraji was bringing light to that because, like you were saying, you need to, you know, you need to also do. You need to also do. But and that's the gang and the yang. But you pray, uh, but you also got to do. But a lot of us aren't doing though. So, a lot of us would rather just pray and just you know think we can. I guess do it on our own without putting any work in or things that just magically happen and that misconception I think really set us back a lot because of that just pray and everything will be alright and I'm ecstatic that she said that on a public forum to where everyone can hear that because we gotta break out of that I'm not shitting on religion I'm not shitting on spirituality I was raised in a Christian church but I've learned through my own um, circumstances and through my own issues that when I pray, I absolutely have to make sure I put the work behind it to make sure that what I'm praying for happens, at least in a, in a way that I, you know, that's sufficient enough for me. And, you know, like I always say like this, that the, the, the misinformation of that we've just been dealt with for all of this time like i'm 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 just happy that people are kind of bringing light or not even kind of or people are bringing light to what's what's really needed because a lot of people don't know like she was saying that five-year-olds are contemplating suicide and it's like how do and then it's like you take that right especially in like a black family or, or a spanish family who taught those kids about suicide this this is where that's where we're at now well, somebody taught them that shit because the kid don't you know but but that but see then that's going to lead into a conversation about social media but out excluding the social media conversation right now the just young kids like you you haven't seen these little black girls committing suicide because they've been bullied or 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 kids who like they get online and they get bullied or some shit and then they think about killing themselves like I don't think kids should have social media. Period. I don't. I don't think so either. I but, don't think social but, media is healthy. No, not at all. But with that, right? Like, if you have a child, and who is dealing with these things, and you look that child in the face and say, "Just pray about it," I, I think you're fucking that kid up. You're fucking them up because you're 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 basically trying to you're you're, you're giving them a half a deck to play with. Mm. You're not giving them the full view of, okay, listen, if you feel away, this is what you need to do. But then that 
that reminds me that we as a community don't have a high level of emotional intelligence. Like we don't really deal with our emotions. We don't know how, a lot of us don't know how to deal with our emotions. Niggas just carry trauma until they die and pass that shit off into their kids. So we need the comp so we need this conversation about mental health and how it affects people, children as young as five years old. I think it starts by talking about mental health mm-hmm. every day. We become more aware of something by practicing it every day. You fix bad habits, replace right. them with good habits right. by being mindful about it every day. Every given chance, every moment, you reflect back and say, am I doing what I agreed that I wanted to do when I was basically sane? Because once we leave the world, we live insanity, constantly worrying about shit over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So we got to stop that cycle because we know what we want when we're good, when we're at peace, when we're centered. We know what we desire. We know what we want out of life. We know mm-hmm. what we want out of ourselves. We know what we want out of our partners. We know what we want out of our, our, our household. But we need to get it together and keep it together. And get it together and then keep it together and I think that takes to save the kids we gotta save ourselves indeed because it's all about that it's all about that you can't you know it's about raising the kid you can't raise a child in a way where you weren't raised no you can't <laughs> teach yeah you can't you can't expect your child to be to know how to deal with their emotions if you don't know how to deal with yours and this is like you said this is why and I, I i agree with you we need this level we need this um mental health conversation every single day because and and this is why i am a big proponent for therapy because don't fuck your kid up bro i'm trying my damn just not to fuck my kids up but i know i have my own shit to deal with and i don't want to pass that on to them that's that's one of the things that scares me the most passing on all of my trauma onto them. So that's why I work so hard to deal with my own shit. So when they get into a situation where they're dealing with something similar, I can at least guide them through it and not just tell them to just pray and forget about it. So shout out to, to uh, damn beloved, I'm sorry. Shout out to, um, to Raji P. Henson. Shout out to um, Charlemagne was there. He was sitting in the audience. Shout out to him. It's a bunch of people sitting there. So shout out to everyone who was you know, serious about this mental health conversation because we need it, man. We fucked up out here. Um, switching gears completely. Uh, have you heard about this straight parade? <laughs> That's a no. Yo, so it's Pride Month, right? Shout out to the LGBT community. So it's Pride Month. And in a response to Pride Month, some people decided that they, they was going to have a straight parade. Let's get it together. What? I won't be there. Like, what fucking sense does that make, bro? Like, what? What, what fucking sense does that make? What is it? Like, you just going to be a bunch of heterosexual people marching for what? For what? What are we doing? What are we doing? What's going on here? <laughs> like, like what's, what's going on here? Why are y'all all standing in the street? With signs saying I'm straight and I'm proud. Like, what the f- Look, come on, man. 
Oh, it's, it's like this is this, this is dumb shit. This is fucking dumb. The gays are not bothering you. Knock it the fuck off, man. Please. And if you go to the straight parade, you're a fucking bozo. What do you need to like parade around telling everybody you straight? Nobody like nobody cares. Me, I'll, I'll say that for me. I don't care. I don't care if you straight, gay, les, trans. I don't give a fuck what you do in your personal life. As long as you're not hurting babies or yourself or anyone else, I can give two shits about what you do. Knock it the fuck off with this stupid shit. A fucking straight parade. And then, and then one of the fucking moderators for it is a Milo Yalanopoulos. I don't know how to say his last name. Who's a gay Republican man. That look like fucking clowns, bro. He's like, hey, do what you will. Yo, I don't know, man. A bunch of stupid shit happening. Um, but to avoid the stupid shit, uh as we had this very deep diving um conversation about uh purity and um yin and yang and positive and energy and all of this shit. I would like to say that I fully dove into my toxic masculinity with this future album. Future dropped the EP called Save Me. And if you're familiar with Future, you know, Future croons about drugs and women he shitted on and how you ain't shit and how your bitch wants him and all this other shit. And I, for one, am here for it. I am completely here for it. Future, like, this is like, I've been a Future fan for for a while, and this is like, this is like the, the the lot of the toxic shit that I just need to get through my day. The beats are dope. It, his 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 singing his his melodies is fucking fire. Like he, he just killing it. He's killing it, bro. He's how killing. How many it. Uh, tracks? It's like eight tracks, I think. I might be lying. I'm not sure. It's like eight. It's like eight to ten tracks. It's an EP. But he's like on there singing how, you know, I'm high as fuck. I only want you when I'm high. I'm going to leave you after I sober up. Like he's talking all the toxic shit. And we need that, especially in in this environment of positivity. And we need a little sprinkle of bullshit to just to balance it out. The bullshit's already there. He's just going to acknowledge it. I mean... And this is and this is what Future is doing mm-hmm. over a great job. He's, right. he's doing a great job <laughs> at uh, acknowledging the bullshit, and I and I commend them for it. I commend them for it. And it's funny because the the running joke is like Future has been crying out for help through his music for years, and nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And the and it's and it's ironic that the title of the EP is Save Me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, you niggas are not listening. I really need help. And y'all don't give a fuck about <laughs> my personal demons mm-hmm. because the music's fire. Mm. But, you know, he's being his pure self. He's being his pure, fucked up, narcissistic, toxic self. And I salute you for it. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, listen to like, and then, you know, you know, what's fly about it is, is, the genre is R&B soul. Thumbs fucking up. Shout out to Future, man. As an R&B loving nigga, 
this is the toxic R&B that I love. Shout out to Future. Make sure y'all go listen to that uh, Save Me EP. Um, Tiger dropped the album. I don't listen to Tiger, but the only reason I brought that up is because he dropped his album and it was already gold because he had that song Taste on there. And so we're going to get into it. Not now, but we're going to have a conversation about streams and how streams are manipulated and all that shit but yeah he dropped a project called i don't fucking remember my bad but he dropped the project and it's already gold i don't really listen to tiger but if that's your cup of tea go for it um to balance and to balance out the toxic shit big crit dropped a song called crit is here and that shit sound like some trap church shit mm. crit has been Crit has been turning shit up for a while now. Good crit dope. Crit fire. So check out the the crit song. Crit was here, and the lights the light skin brigade is back. Chris Brown and Drake dropped a fucking fire song, um, called No Guidance. I think that's on Chris's upcoming album. But this shit is like, it's filled with IG captions. It's like the song that you're gonna hear at the pool party. It's going to be the song that all of the girls are quoting mm. under their picks. And the shit is fucking fire. Shout out to Chris Breezy. I'm glad you got your shit together, beloved. Breezy. Shout out to Drake. Cause, and he on IG acting a fool because, um, you know, the, the Raptors might win. Well, by the time y'all hearing this, I don't know who's going to win because they play Monday and this is Tuesday when you're hearing this. So I don't know. But if the, the Raptors win the finals, Drake is going to act a fucking fool. So shout out to Drake. But um, yeah, that's it on the music tip. It uh, wasn't a lot of shit that came out. Uh, oh, shout out to Casey Veggies. He dropped the project called Organic. That's dope. Shout out to Denzel Curry. He dropped the project called Zoo. Z-U-U, which is dope. Shout out to uh, um independent artist by the name of Dave B. I think he's from the West Coast somewhere. I don't know specifically. But he dropped a project called Blue. That shit is dope. So shout out to them. Make sure y'all go check all of that shit out. Um, And I think that might be all, my brother. You watch Battle Rap? I stopped. I used to. Uh, well, very quickly, Um, shout out to URL, the uh, one of the top Battle Rap brands. They dropped like a um, they got an event coming to call Night of the Main Events, which is like all of the top battle rappers going against each other. That shit is dope. Me and my brother watch battle rap all the time. So if you're a battle rap fan, um, you know who's a big battle rap fan? Ivy's Tico. Yeah, she's a big ass battle rap fan. I didn't know she, like she was like she's like with the shits. Like she watched battle rap like a lot. Mm. So shout out to all my battle rap fans. I show um, with a lot of the battle rappers, man. Yo, it's during a, my time. Yo, this is that community is deep. Shout out to Goods, you fuck with Goods? Fuck with Goods. Goods is funny as fuck. DNA? DNA's dope. DNA DNA Good. Goods funny as fuck together. Bro, Goods has a Funk Flex freestyle that he posted like a week ago. Mm. Body that shit. You would body that shit. On some, and then you know how he rap, he just be on some cool shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He fucking body that Spazzed. shit. Spazzed on that shit. Yeah. So shout out to Good, shout out to URL, shout out to the battle rap community. I am tuned in. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. I think we covered everything. It's a good convo, man. 
purity is important. Or the, the quest for purity, the yin and the yang uh, behavior and all of that good shit. We covered a lot of ground today. That's good, man. But um, in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything. Uh, Instagram for the stress pause. Mm, damn, I fucked that all up. <laughs> Rewind. Follow the show on everything. No guidance. Yeah, no guidance. <laughs> no guidance. Follow the show on everything. Um, Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow L Capitan on Instagram at Frankie Metals. Follow at A Celestial Goddess for your holistic healing. She still has the sales on bees and bracelets and all that good shit like that there. Make sure y'all follow at Ivy's Tea Co. for your herbal needs. Who gives a fuck if it's hot, my nigga? We drinking tea all year. Um, make sure y'all like, rate, uh, word. What the fuck am I talking about? Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. The show is on um, Apple Podcasts. The show is on SoundCloud. Please continue to show the love. We are uh, happy about all the support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But we need to see that in the likes, in the retweets, and the repost and all that good shit like that. So, um, fuck. I close this shit. Damn. Um, I'm my mind's all over the place. So y'all forgive me. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, meditation for the stress. In this world of ups and downs, of this world of good and evil, of good energy, negative, positive energy, negative energy. You need to meditate, my nigga. Cool that shit out. Light some sage. Roll one. Turn on some prints. Get your shit together, beloved. Y'all be safe. We out. <laughs>